The Koi Gig Pod. I think all the concerns that we have obviously been that middle tier are very valid considering just how much we benefited from playing teams of a higher calibre going into our qualifiers. Subscribe to the feed in the OTB Sports app now. Off the ball daily. Welcome to Monday's Rugby Daily. On the way, bombshell news from Connacht, disappointing news for Kieran Frawley and two Irish players shortlisted for World Rugby Player of the Year. But first, Robbie Henshaw and Joey Carberry will be absent when Ireland play Australia at the Aviva this Saturday. Henshaw has returned to Leinster to rehab a hamstring injury sustained during that win over Fiji. The centre lasted just four minutes of Saturday's game before being replaced by Gary Ringrose. Meanwhile, Joey Carberry will observe the return to play protocols at Munster, having gone off for a HIA five minutes into the second half of that 35-17 win. Fiji's Albert Tuisu was shown a red card for the challenge that ended Carberry's autumn campaign, and he was face a disciplinary panel via video conference tomorrow. Ahead of this weekend's visit of the Wallabies, Jonathan Sexton, James Ryan, Andrew Porter, Josh van der Flyer and Hugo Keenan will all have knocks assessed this week. But Jimmy O'Brien is back in contention, having completed the return to play protocols today. Joe McCarthy is also back in the fold and Bundiaki will likely replace Henshaw on Saturday, having completed his suspension. Here's a reminder of Andy Farrell's assessment of that Fiji win. For us, as far as the, the performance is concerned, pretty Underwhelming. Um, um, yeah, as I, I suppose when you when you look back and you analyse a performance like that, you'll get plenty of learnings out of it. Um, but uh, for for Fiji, being down to 13 men, obviously with a red card and a couple of yellow cards, and you know the the penalty count being 14-10 in our favour, we we should have been. A lot more clinical than, than, than we was, and I think that's the moral of the story. Really, we we got into the 22 uh, time and time again, and yes, because of illegalities or stop-start nature, we lost our flow, etc. But we wasn't clinical enough uh, by any stretch of the imagination. One of the few bright spots for Farrell was the debut of Munster fly half Jack Crowley, and the Ireland head coach was delighted with what he saw from the 22-year-old. I thought he was good. Yeah, I thought he, he looked like he he uh, he'd have been a bit of presence out there. You know, he, he he's certainly not a shrinking violet. You know, he's um, he backs himself, and uh, his first kick into the corner, like you know, straight, straight into the five meter, was was a big test for him as far as his, his character, and he, he, he nailed that, and he'd won that went dead. Um, obviously, that that was brought back, but. He was in the game, you know. He was he was next moment focused, and um, you know his communication is very good, and he's uh, it's, it's a good start for him. Crowley's fellow monster man Alan Quinlan was on this morning's OTP AM giving his verdict on Saturday's performance. And basically, what you got is that bit of rust that sometimes um, you get at the start of the Six Nations with international teams, or in these periods um, of November internationals, because you know. They haven't played games for a while together. They just have a short training block of maybe um, a week and a half, two weeks to get ready. So you're always uh, nervous and and sceptical about how you'll hit the ground running. So Ireland, obviously, with the with the team against South Africa, um, hit the ground running last week, and they were they were really sharp in in most things. Still, a couple of things that they could be better at. Uh, but this team weren't able to do it. And that sometimes that comes down to experience and, and obviously a bit of quality as well and confidence. Probably confidence is something we, um, that's associated with this because, you know, it's a big it's a big stage for a number of players. And, um, you know, so I wouldn't be kind of failing anybody as regards the test. Um, I just think collectively they were a little bit off that. 
And for some of the players who probably played in the A game as well, this, as you say, was an opportunity. And um, Nick Timoney played well. Treadwell played well. Um, Jeremy Lockman did well. Um, you know, but nobody kind of uh, really kind of caught the eye to the point that you'd say, God, they've got to be on the team now against Australia. They have to be. You have to put them in there. So, um one of those ones that was just a little bit frustrating. I think the one o'clock kickoff as well, and the crowd really, you know, the I think it it kind of always frustrated me as a player that you know you've you, you there's an expectation that you've got to give the crowd something to get them going. It's probably a fact, but I think the crowd have got to play their part as well. And um, there was a bit of a jovial atmosphere before the game, and. Um, not, 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 uh, and that expectation was probably in the crowd, so they never really got going either. So it was, it, and look, the nature of the game was so stop start. In better news for Farrell today, he has been nominated for the World Rugby Coach of the Year Awards. The ex-England international has been recognised for leading Ireland to their historic series win over New Zealand in the summer and to number one in the world rankings. Farrell's competition comes from his French counterpart, Fabien Galtier, New Zealand Women's World Cup winning coach Wayne Smith and England's women's head coach Simon Middleton. Jonathan Sexton and Josh van der Flaer are shortlisted for World Rugby Player of the Year, along with French scrum half Antoine Dupont and the Springboks Lacanio Am, Mihal Macan and Dan Sheehan are up for Breakthrough Men's Player of the Year prize along with England's Henry Arundel and Italy's Ange Capuozzo. Ireland have nominees elsewhere with Linda Dugang's try against Wales during the Women's Six Nations among the Women's Try of the Year nominees. Amy Lee Murphy-Crow is on the four-woman shortlist for Women's Sevens Player of the Year and Terry Kennedy is up for the Men's Sevens Player of the Year. Connacht Director of Rugby Andy Friend is to leave the province at the end of this season. This is the Aussies' fifth campaign at the club. Having initially joined as head coach and Friend says he and his wife Kerry have made the difficult decision to leave. He guided Connacht into the knockout phase of the Heineken Champions Cup for the very first time last season before taking on his current role. Connacht CEO Willie Ruan says they were aware that Friend will be leaving when he signed his current deal in 2021. Leinster say Kieran Frawley will be out for a number of months due to a knee injury. He sustained the problem in the Ireland A defeat to the All Blacks 15 at the RDS earlier this month. Meanwhile, flanker Martin Maloney will miss the rest of the season with an ACL injury. Harry Byrne, Jordan Larmer and Ronan Kelleher all step up their rehabilitation this week with Leinster playing Chile in a friendly at Energia Park on Friday. Leinster have already announced entry to the Donnybrook ground will be free for that game and a stream will be made available for those unable to attend. One small injury line from Munster today, Antoine Frisch won't be involved in the French Barbarians meeting with Fiji in Lille this weekend. The centre is to undergo a scan on a thigh issue instead. And Ulster prop Rory Sutherland is back with the province this week after suffering a knee injury in Scotland's defeat to the All Blacks. He was only introduced as a second half sub at Murrayfield for Pierre Schumann and had to be replaced himself just eight minutes later. Hamish Watson will also miss Scotland's meeting with Argentina having sustained a concussion in the All Blacks loss. Saracens lock Callum Hunter-Hill has been called up and could win a first cap against the Pumas. Richie Gray though could miss that match. He's been for an alleged punch. Uncap Lock Stafford Jenkins and Reese Davies have been called up to the Wales squad for the remainder of their autumn internationals. They replaced Will Rowlands and Dan Lilliet, who were injured during Saturday's seven point win over Argentina. Wayne Pivak's side hosts Georgia this weekend before welcoming Australia. 
And finally, South African battles with match officials continue in a now deleted Instagram post. The wife of Cheslin Colbe accused the officials in France's 30-26 win over the Springboks of being bribed. Leila Colbe posted a picture of Thomas Ramos challenging her husband using a forearm accompanied by the caption, Yep, well done France, with a money emoji. The post didn't last long before being deleted. That's it for Monday's Rugby Daily. Don't forget to subscribe to the OTB Rugby feed to receive this bite-sized bunch of rugby news every single day and to leave all of your positive feedback as well. My name is Richie McCormick and I'll be back with tomorrow's Rugby Daily.